I'm Romaine Johnston. And I'm Sandra Fiodo. And we'll be your hosts on this podcast series. Orange presents My Inspiration. Here's what you can expect from each of the seven episodes we'll be airing. Each month, you'll discover an honest conversation on key aspects of what it means to better own your career and your self-development. Some real-life examples taken from Romaine's coaching experience and our own lives, as well as tools to help you better understand yourself, others, and your relationships. And we'll always wrap up with a practical exercise for you to start implementing these concepts in your own life. Our ambition is for you to feel energized and empowered after listening to these episodes. So enjoy and share with anyone you think may benefit from the episodes. Thank you for listening. Manage your stress so it doesn't manage you. Hi, Romaine. Hi, Sandra. How are you feeling? Not stressed. <laughs> Good well, for you. I'm a tiny bit stressed. Actually, no, stressed, no. Yeah, yeah. I'm a tiny bit stressed always. Yeah. But I mean, it's like kind of positive stress, isn't it? Good. Anyway. Yeah, excitement. Yeah. Mm. Well, I've been feeling stressed lately, mm. as I told you. Because um, I have a new job I'm trying to perform well in. I'm managing my podcast, caring for my little kids. So I know myself now, which is great because I know I need to get into physical activity so I don't get overwhelmed with the stress. Mm. But sometimes it's not a very nice feeling. Um, and I think that it's probably something that a lot of listeners can relate to. Yeah. So let's dive into stress. And maybe if you can start by explaining why we stress in the first place. What does that, where does that reaction come from? Yeah, so, so stress is actually a normal part of life and, and it really serves a useful purpose. Um, stress the right level of stress mm -hmm. uh -huh, can motivate you to get that promotion at work or run the last mile of a marathon or even, you know, even <laughs> start your marathon. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> you can sign up for case. the marathon. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> sign up for the marathon. <laughs> uh, but if you don't get a handle on your stress and it becomes long term, mm -hmm. uh, it can really seriously interfere with your job, your family life and your health. Def definitely. So, and work is often a significant source of stress. Mm -hmm. We spend a lot of time at work. Yeah. We can't control everything everything and we've talked about globalization before and digitalization that's all part of it so you can't always avoid the tension that occurs in your work life and in your relationships and you don't you know you don't choose who you're working with do you on a project or in a team yet you can find uh, steps to, to manage your work related stress and, and but understanding your brain and how the brain works is the first step in the right direction that sounds exciting to me because I'm a neuroscience geek so Please tell us more about how the brain works. Okay. So I am not a neurosurgeon, okay? So <laughs> forgive me for those of you who know a lot more than me about this, but I'm trying to, and, and also because there is a, you know, a limit to how much time uh, we can, and what detail we can go to. But, but this is a really important thing. So the, the human brain is really complex, okay? And a lot of research has been done the past 20 years on how the brain operates. And we, we know that 90% of its activity happens beneath conscious awareness. Mm -hmm. So it means that even if we think we have control over what we feel, what we think and how we behave, we now know that actually it's not that simple because mm -hmm. things happen to us and make us behave in certain ways and we don't necessarily control that. Mm -hmm. So I think one uh, simple way of explaining that is to go back of, uh, to the explanation of the tri triune brain, or triune brain, mm -hmm. uh, which was a um, research that was developed by an American physician and neuroscientist called Paul McLean, I think. Mm -hmm. And McLean, um, he formulated his model back in the 60s and then wrote a book about it in the 90s called The Trian Brain in Evolution. And so it's all about the kind of how the brain has developed over generations and, mm -hmm. and the millennia. And so if you imagine that the brain is divided up into, into three parts and we've got what's called the stem, so maybe maybe the, 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 the what's it called? The, um, what's it called? 
the bottom part of the bottom part of the hand. The, the wrist? The wrist, thank you. <laughs> the wrist. Uh, the wrist, so that would be the stem brain, if okay. you like. It's the stem brain. And it's also known as a reptilian brain. Mm-hmm. And all species have the stem brain. Okay. And it's the brain that really was used or came from the fact that we needed to be able to, you know, um, drink and eat, mm-hmm. and uh, which responds to a need for exactly, yeah. okay. survival, okay? Mm-hmm. And, then, um, and then the brain developed and the limbic system was created and... And the limbic system, all mammals have the limbic system. Mm-hmm. And it's the part of the brain that where all the emotions take, take place. And so it's the part of the brain which indicates whether we should be fighting or whether we should be fleeing. You know, there's that picture of a lion. Imagine yeah. a lion. How do you feel when you see a lion? Are you going to, you know, run away or are you going to fight the lion? Okay. Hmm. Um, Wonder. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, and, then, and then beyond that, there's a third part of the brain mm-hmm. in terms of development and in time, over time, is the, is the neocortex or the prefrontal cortex. And... Um, Human beings, dolphins and elephants are the only species that have actually developed that part of the brain. And it's part of the brain that where all the logic and all the reasoning takes place. And so in effect, if you like, the neocortex is actually acting on the limbic system to actually control us, help us control our emotions. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah, it really does. And when we're stressed, we find it difficult to manage our emotions. Why? Because in fact, there is so much emotion that there is a disconnection, neuro, uh, mm-hmm. neurologic disconnection, if you like, between the limbic system and the neocortex. Mm-hmm. And when we don't manage our emotions, it ha- impacts our behavior and our relationships suffer. And we feel off balance. We feel miserable. Um, and of course, our performance suffers as well. Mm-hmm. So too much stress in the workplace has an impact on our relationships. Too much stress in the workplace has a, an impact on our well-being, on our health, and of course, and on our performance, mm-hmm. which then creates a kind of negative circle. Right, yeah. And that's because stress, okay, um, triggers the secretion of a hormone called cortisol, mm. okay, by yeah. the adrenaline gland, um, the adrenal gland, which is in the limbic system. And it's actually a hormone um, in, in small quantities, which is positive because it's designed to set our organs into action. So if you okay. do need to run away, it helps you to run away fast. So it has a protective. It has a protective function, absolutely. But cortisol releases sugar as well. Mm. And this sugar, okay, this gives us the energy. So for running, for example. Um, so it's useful in doses, but not when it's constant. Because what happens is that um, the brain relies more and more and feeds on this cortisol, okay, and this excess sugar, mm-hmm. and becomes dependent on it. Oh. So it thrives on Addicted. it. Okay. Yeah, it becomes, if you like, yes, it thrives on it. And, and as a result, you are governed by emotions, your emotions, and your neocortex can no longer kick in and reason you. So that's why too much cortisol is not good for the body and, and really hinders our stress management. Mm-hmm. So the more we stress the more stressed we are. It's a negative circle. Uh, And there is, as I said, a neurological disconnection between the limbic system and our neocortex. And that's why in English you say, I lost it. Mm, Yeah. Um, I lost it. I lost the connection and I lost my reasoning, really. Mm -hmm. So... um, one thing I think that's important to add is, is that the reaction to stressful events will vary from one person to the next, okay? So it's partly genetic, but it's also partly based on past experience. Mm-hmm. What have you suffered from in the past that has left a negative feeling in you and that you know that if you go there again, it's not going to be a very pleasant experience? Triggers, yeah. It's going to trigger you. Triggers, yes, exactly, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a really important idea, the fact that you can't prevent yourself from feeling the emotion of stress, um, but you can do something about making sure that it doesn't control you 
and that it doesn't yes. take over and govern instead of instead of your neo prefrontal cortex. Yes, well done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, could you share some tips on on how to make sure it doesn't get to unbearable levels or to a level that that really makes yeah. you lose it? Yeah, I think. Uh, and again, uh, I, re- I really, I'm sorry for coming back to the same thing every time, but it is so much about self awareness and mm-hmm. and doing your ho- homework with yourself, really, and taking that time. And I know that it's difficult when you're in a situation of stress. But take some time out for yourself, even if it's only half an hour a day or 15 minutes a day. Track your stresses. What makes you stressed? When do you feel stressed? And so track the, 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 emotion, the physical responses? Yeah, the yeah. physical responses, mm-hmm. okay? And think about the situations where you've been stressed and take notes, mm-hmm. okay? Uh, keep a journal for a week or two mm-hmm. to identify which situations create the most stress mm-hmm. and consider how you respond to mm-hmm. these situations. Huh? So what is the ensuing behavior? Mm-hmm. How do you act? Take notes which can help you find patterns among your stresses right. and your reactions to them. And it's identifying those patterns which is really important because occasional stress mm-hmm. on a certain topic it's okay, you know, yeah. but if it's something that's recurring, that's where there's a slight danger of you or your brain becoming addicted on this stress and you no longer being in control. Mm-hmm. So track your strengths, stresses, that's the first thing. Um, establish boundaries, and this is really important, and it's just as important for us as it is, it is for the younger generation. In today's digital world, um, it's so easy to feel pressure to be available 24 hours a day, and we are all. I'm not going to say we are all. Okay, I am addicted to my phone. Okay, mm-hmm. my whole life is on my phone, personal and professional. Mm-hmm. You know, I know and me. phones are more and more intelligent, and we can do everything with them. So, so learn to establish your work-life boundaries for yourself. Decide when you're going to put that phone at the other side of the room. Decide mm-hmm. when you're going to turn off the volume. Decide you're going to turn off notifications. That's really easy, you know. So. That might, that might mean making a rule for not checking your emails at home or in the evening, you know? Mm. But even the personal, because you said, you talked about personal and, and professional, but yeah. I think even on the personal side. Absolutely. Instagram and all those Instagram, things. Instagram. We know WhatsApp they trigger, groups. yeah, yeah absolutely. they trigger the same uh, reactions as when, as, as like sugar cravings and things like that. No, That's absolutely. fascinating. They do. So we can, we can take power over those and, and, and claim our time back, basically. And claim our time back for ourselves. And that's maybe somewhere where we have to be a little bit more selfish, you know, yeah. personally as well, because mm-hmm. you're thinking, okay, you know, uh, there is my, there's a family WhatsApp group. They're all talking to me. They're in a conversation. I want to take, no, okay, put it down. It can wait, it can wait. an hour, two hours, three hours. Yeah. So the third tip I would say, say, take time to recharge your batteries, mm-hmm. okay? Uh, it does require switching off. Um, it does require giving us a period of time when you're neither engaging in work-related activities or you're not thinking about work, mm-hmm. uh, you're not thinking about a project you're involved in. And, you know, switch off your smartphone, comes back to the same thing, but focus your attention actually on doing nothing. Hmm. Sounds you know? complicated to me. Sounds complicated <laughs> to me too. I agree. I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. And the last, or mm-hmm. oh, 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 the last, no, the second to last, I suppose that I want to share with you today is, is, accept that there are events that you cannot control, because there is this notion of control as well, right? And although I say don't be a victim, okay, take ownership for your for your career and your life. At the same time, there are things that you cannot control, mm-hmm. and those you have to let go of and say, okay, that's okay. Yeah, that's okay. And, and almost that's in my panic zone and, not, and I'm not even going to go there. I can't do anything about it. Mm. But again, it goes back to doing things about 
things that you can control to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. And and for the for the um, for the work related um, environment, I think talking to your supervisor. Okay, mm-hmm. too often we forget about who we can talk to in an environment. And even if it's not your supervisor, talk to an ally. Find someone that you can talk to about this particular stress and take the time to do that because we know now that your mental health and your physical health has a positive effect on creativity and not this is not all about this is not all about making more money for the organization okay but it's all about you feeling more effective and happier in your jobs and so your boss should have an incentive to creating a work environment that promotes your well-being. So talk to your supervisor, talk to your colleagues, talk to your peers. And this is not about complaining. It is all about putting the facts on the table, laying the facts on the table and saying, okay, what can we do about this? Mm -hmm. And then the last one is learning how to relax. Mm -hmm. Learning how to relax. And you said, you know, I can't even imagine how to do that. It is about thinking what you could do to actually step back from the sources of stress and maybe uh, maybe taking time to recharge um, would help. So uh, learn how to relax. It can be yoga. It can yeah. be it can be uh, meditation. It can be just um, mindfulness. Mm-hmm. It can be a walk in the woods. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, those are super recharging. It can be having just a drink with a friend uh, mm-hmm. or with someone somebody who has a positive effect on yeah. you. Yeah, um, mindfulness has gotten a lot of attention lately. Can yeah. you can you quickly explain how that works and and how it can especially help us to relax? Yes, I can't get through a whole mindfulness um, uh, process here, but I can definitely talk about you know how it can help you build your skills of attention and concentration. Mm-hmm. So so how would you you know how would you practice mindfulness and, mm-hmm. and how long would it take? You know you could you can achieve uh, a bit of mindfulness in just ten minutes a day. Yeah. Um, again, don't be too ambitious. Don't mm. put the bar too high. So mindfulness is all about you know. It's it's like working out and eating healthy food. Mm-hmm. It's good for you and it's good for the people around you. Huh? Don't forget your relationships <laughs> are impacted. It takes practice and a little patience at the beginning. It's like flexing a new muscle, really. It's like engaging a new muscle that you haven't actually played with before. So build the habit of sitting down once a day, if only for a few minutes, and focus on nothing. Okay? Mm-hmm. Focus on nothing. And let your mind wander. And of course, it will take you to places of stress and work and projects that you need to deal with and a conversation you need to have. Just bring your mind back gently to nothing, really. Mm-hmm. And to if, the breath. To I your breath, that, absolutely. That's really to breath, so listening to your breath, for example, or counting one to ten and back down from ten to one, you know? Mm-hmm. So, and the breath is a really good one because you can practice bringing the speed of your breath right down. And making it as slow as possible and as deep as possible. Mm-hmm. And don't forget, you can also find yourself a mindfulness meditation method that yes. you're comfortable with. Yeah. Huh? Do you use one? I do use one now and again. And here I'm being totally honest. Yeah. I don't use it as, as often as I would. Mm-hmm. But when I have been in a period when I've done it, mm-hmm. I've used actually uh, someone reading with re- someone reading a text aloud. Oh. So some people use music, mm-hmm. and some people find that um, slow music and meditation music really helps them. Mm-hmm tends to irritate me a little bit and I can't focus enough on nothing and I find that listening to somebody who t- takes me through a red a mindfulness practice, yeah. Yeah, uh, practice really does help me and you can find loads online huh? I've tried um, Petit Bambou I think is really helpful Petit Bambou is really yeah, good isn't it's it it's a really good one and I, I, can, I can see the results I'm, I'm not by any means a, a daily practitioner, practi- yeah, yeah. practitioner but um, every time I do use it I can feel more focused I yes. feel energized and I feel more patient as well yes which is really great and and there's also you talked about yoga yes there's a great resource I, I think we both agreed 
was was really helpful to us is um, a website called Yoga with Adrian, which is fun with and and super super serious and and just a really great resource yeah. to check out. She's a real professional and she has yeah. a YouTube, doesn't she? she yeah, YouTube a, channel. Yeah. Adrian has a YouTube channel and, mm-hmm. and you know Google. Sorry about the ad. Uh, <laughs> search for Yoga with Adrian, uh, and you will find various uh, yoga sessions for all different kind of. Uh, postures and ailments and state of mind. Um, another meditation that maybe is I would mention is headspace. Headspace in English, uh, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, so those, those are our tips for you, really. Mm. Thank you so much for this insightful discussion. Um, we'll be talking about emotional intelligence next time. Yeah. Yeah. Another buzzing topic um, that's very very useful to master. Yeah, it's very topical and so important. So important. So looking forward to it. (laughs) Until next time, dear listeners, um, please let us know how this episode helped you and share it with a friend or a colleague. And thanks for listening. And we'll be back soon. It's down to you guys. You are listening to My Inspiration, an Orange podcast.